Yo, 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 it's Brando. We're not thinking about the future. We're not thinking about tomorrow, the next day, the day after that, the day after that, the week after that. Because it never gets here. We're always living in the present. And what we're serving up today is the Brando special. Druzy, say what's up. We back for a part two. Part two. Now, this was, this is by far my favorite podcast that I did. I had a lot of fun. I think that that was one of the most, what's the word I'm looking for? Productive conversations I've had in a while. That shit was lit. It wasn't surface level type. We were able to bounce intelligent ideas back and forth. And we were just able to talk. I haven't had a conversation on recording or off recording with that with somebody that was that good in a while. And this time we came with some more topics, so we won't be rambling on for the yes. same amount of time. Yes. Now, first topic, update on what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. Yeah. That ghost of Kiev shit's crazy. He's fucking gangster. He's like top gun of Ukraine right now. Yeah. Literally. Now, what? I know that he took down like six aircrafts, mm-hmm. but what did he use to take those down? Uh, Like what kind of jet? He was in a jet? I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a jet pilot. Um, I'm trying to think. I saw a video about this. It, it said what kind. I'm, I'm definitely not going to remember, though. But, yeah, the, the six kills, I think he took down, like, four on camera or some shit. I, I didn't see it, but I've heard about that. But I saw this video today, and he dropped a bomb on, uh, like, a Russian camp. And you know those mini guns that we have, like, the automatic ones to take yeah. missiles out of the air and shit? They were shooting that at him, and he was just bobbing and weaving through the fucking minigun bullets and i was like that's fucking insane bro i'll show you the videos later but it's it's crazy mm-hmm. like he, he's really got some skills now i did see a uh, a video i think these people were french and they saw a russian boat out on water and they're saying like uh we're low on fuel like we're about to run out of fuel in like 30 minutes help us like give us fuel and the French people go like, "Are you Russian?" And they go, "Yeah." They go, "Fuck you! Fuck for what? <laughs> fuck what you stand for! Fuck Putin! What you're doing is wrong!" I just going in on him. I was like, "Fuck yeah, bro!" That's what I like to see. Well, so this, this I saw this video. This was like the main update that I wanted to talk about. So, I saw a video today of two Russian soldiers that were captured, and they were told by Putin that they were going in for military exercises and they'd be welcomed and stuff. And that's why there's so many videos on the internet right now of you Mm -hmm. seeing the empty tanks on the side of the road with all the Russian, dead Russian soldiers around them. They probably, or they could have just been bullshitting because they're captured and, you know, whatever. But it's a possibility that these dudes are coming out as cannon fodder for a war that they don't even know that's really going on yet. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. And I also saw online... I don't remember the individual's name, but he's like a uh, like a Syrian war leader. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's done a bunch of crazy shit in the battlefield. And he's sort of like the ghost of Kiv. Where he took down like so many people. And it was just insane. And he's like praised in Syria as being like a war legend. And he took to social media to say like, I don't know how to get there. Like, I don't know even if I can get there. But if there's a way that I can get to Ukraine and I can help you guys fight Russia, like, I want to do it. Anyway, drive, plane, 
however you can get me there, I'm willing to come. That's crazy. I thought Syria was allied with Russia. Like, they were... I thought Syria was defending Russia or something like that, or they're supporting them. Well, even, even their allies like China are saying, like, China convinced Putin, I heard, to be willing to, like, have talks with Ukraine instead of just going and physically and violently taking it over. I think China's going to take Taiwan. 100%. I thought that <laughs> since, you know, U.S. was saying, like, don't fuck with Ukraine and don't fuck with Taiwan, that China and was going to take Taiwan and Russia was going to take Ukraine at the same time. Yeah. But, no. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, I'm seeing videos and already it's kind of, like, becoming normal because it's all over social media. It's like, damn, this is real, but it doesn't... It's, like, not serious yet. And yeah. I don't know if, how long it's going to take to get serious. It'll be serious once a part of the U.S. gets attacked. Then yeah. people will open their eyes. You know, people are seeing that how real it is and that this shit's really going on, but it, it's not affecting them. So they don't... It's like It's like the concept of death. You're coming up. You're growing up. You know what death is. You know, you, you hear friends talk about, oh, my grandpa passed away or my uncle passed away. But until someone close to you passes away, you don't know the true concept of death. And I feel like that goes in the same sense of the seriousness or lack thereof that is being taken in this situation in our country. Thanks. Because no one here has been affected by war. I know very little people, most of them being ex-military, who know the the full dramatics of war and what it what it comes with. I got a, a buddy, I'm not gonna name his name just because I don't think he'd want to be publicized like this. But he suffers from like serious PTSD and serious like traumatization from what he's seen in the military. And we'll bring up what's going on in Ukraine and he'll be like, dude, that shit's no fucking joke. Like if you have access, you need to go get a fucking firearm now because you don't know if this shit's going to spread here. Russia said anyone who intervenes is going to see consequences like they've never been seen. And we have given billions and billions of dollars of, of firearm and military materials and, and weapons to Ukraine to help them fight. So there's a high possibility that Russia will I, I don't know when because I'm not I'm no war expert I'm no general but there's a high possibility that they will do something to the US whether it's focusing in on their soldiers that are stationed in Ukraine or you know sending someone here I think our government is so shady that if it gets to the point where there, it's advantage like it's I, I think war is about money, so I think if we have an advantage to gain something from going to war, I feel like I've heard lots of stories about the CIA intervening and doing a false flag op operations, which is like the, you know, go plant something that's saying Russia attacked us or something just so we can go to war and mm -hmm. do shit like that. Because uh, you remember the whole capital got stormed and shit? Yeah. It was all over the news about a CIA operative who was like, seen in the crowd getting taken pictures of of him like provoking people to like yo like push down the gate storm the capital do this and that and then after that he completely disappeared mm-hmm bro so, that's how this shit works bro it's like have you seen don't look up uh yeah 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 you know how when 
they go to the president and saying like, hey, there's a comet coming. It's going to strike Earth. It will be like new age. Everyone yeah, will like, die. We'll call it seventy percent. It's like yeah. it's nowhere near seventy percent. It's like ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah, it's gonna hit, and you're gonna just call it seventy. And then they were like, "Well, we can't just tell people they're gonna die." And that's exactly how that shit goes. They're not gonna mm-hmm. tell people certain shit to freak them out. But it's getting to the point where everyone knows our government is shady as fuck. I don't know. I don't trust it. Like honestly, for twenty twenty four, I would register to vote if. DeSantis was running as Fuck prime yeah. candidate, and Donald Trump was his vice president. Fuck yeah! And because no one, I'd vote for DeSantis because as much as I don't want him to leave Florida, I think he would do amazing 100%. things for this country. And I don't think that people will reelect Donald Trump. I do, but after having Biden, I really like Trump because he was a businessman. He was doing a lot to get us out of debt. For sure, but. I don't think people will re-elect him because he's too much of a loose cannon with his tweets and what he says, but the man gets shit done. I think we're so desperate at this point in time, like, with all the bullshit Biden's dragged us down. I think even the people who wanted Trump out so badly are even, like, like I said in the last podcast, slapping their knees because they're like, fuck, this dude sucks. Yeah. But there is definitely people who are still supporting Biden and don't, I just don't understand it. Like, my mom, she's... She would much rather have Biden in office than Trump just Mm because Trump's a fucking, like you said, a loose cannon. Now, I'm I'm for, out of all the candidates that get elected into prime candidacy in the country, Democrat, Republican, liberal, fucking Confederate, whatever. I don't even know all the political fucking parties. That's how much of an idiot I am when it comes to this. I'm all for... Who will run the country best and bring us in the right direction. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a liberal or Confederate. Democrat. I'm none of that. (laughs) I don't even know what that... (laughs) I don't know. Bro, I'm not educated when it comes to this. I got you. But I'm all for who's going to be the best for the country. You know? a A lot of politicians get elected because... They act like geniuses during the during election, election process. Exactly. And then act like comedians when they get into the house. If there is someone out there who's who, who's knowledgeable, has a good idea of how to run a country and, and can bring us in the right direction, fucking start your campaign now. <laughs> now. All right, you have my vote, bro. Kanye was my pick last year. <laughs> Kanye, bro. If Kanye was elected, bro, we w- we wouldn't be at war with. We wouldn't even have talks of being at war with Russia. Kanye talked to Putin, and Putin let him set up a fucking winter home in Russia. <laughs> if Big T was still in office, bro, we'd be cool with North Korea. We'd be cool with China. We'd be cool with Russia. All the powerhouses would be cool with each other. I think I'm going to say one last thing about the Ukraine thing, and that's just, ever since I've been watching these videos, because last time I had just seen, like, a couple, but I've actually been all over Instagram, TikTok, like, YouTube, all that, like, looking up videos and shit, it's kind of making me a little more patriotic and not just, like, fuck Russia, but it's kind of like, damn, I want to go stick up for these motherfuckers, because, like, there's such a little thing you can't just go. That's like like a the high school bully. It's like a high school jock going and picking on the little freshman nerd. Mm-hmm. You can't just do that. And 
I don't know. I think the I think the uh, president of Ukraine is fucking gangster, bro. He, yeah. He posted that video after Putin said they all fled and stuff, and he was like, "I'm here. Our chief of staff is here. Our, like whatever. We're all here, baby." <laughs> and then he said, yeah. uh, "We don't need a ride. We need ammunition. The fight is here." Uh huh. Like, Do you uh, did you see the video? I don't re- recall what city it's in, but there's just a bunch of like there's two tanks coming down a street, and a bunch of unarmed Ukraine citizens go and stand in front of the tanks. They and don't they allow them over. to pass, and the tanks literally like I'm pretty sure they phoned someone like what the fuck do we do like this is what's happening, and the tanks turned around and left. Hmm. That's crazy. But I've I've on the other hand. You saw the the tank running over the car? Yeah. Yeah. Literally, bro, just a dude minding his business. Literally drifted lanes to run him over. Yeah. That's war crimes right there. Yeah. Like, if, if it... That's unneeded bloodshed. Putin and I think the soldiers are going to get war crimes just like Hitler did and all the Nazi soldiers. Uh-huh. I think no matter what happens, whether we go to war, we don't go to war, they'll definitely face some trials. 100%. But on to a lighter topic. Kodak's new album is fucking dank. I haven't heard it, bro. I heard that one song with Lil Durk on YouTube. And I, it was blocking. All I could read was like, you know how, I don't know if you're even familiar, but it said like Lil in the bottom uh, corner, with mm-hmm. the fe- like the bottom right corner where the timestamp is for YouTube. All I could read was featuring Lil. I was like, bro, maybe it's a little baby. That track will be hard as fuck. He has a little baby verse. I've seen it. Yeah. So I figured, like, oh, that's a little baby, bro. Let's click this shit. I click it, bro. It's a little Dirk. I'm like, I'm not the biggest Dirk fan, but I'll listen. Trash. Yeah, no, that shit. Trash. That was the one song on his album. My songs are better than that. Yeah, that that song was not good. My songs are shit. I didn't even get to the little Dirk verse. I honestly didn't even listen to it. Yeah. I got a couple seconds in, and I was just like, I already don't like this. And then I just changed it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I think uh, Omega, I wish. Doesn't he have a song with Ed Sheeran? Mm, I don't know. I have, I seen I Kodak's, like, it is. was either, like, an Instagram story or a post, and it was him and Ed Sheeran. Oh, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and he was yeah. like, me and Ed Sheeran got a lot of music on the way. Yeah, like, I don't right. know. I don't, maybe I didn't listen to the whole album, but mm-hmm. I don't think he has one with Ed Sheeran. But I did see the Instagram post of him wearing, like, Kodak's chain and stuff Yeah, like he's yeah. sniper game, bro. <laughs> That's funny. Because Kodak did an interview a while ago and was pretty much saying, he was like, yeah, uh, Ed Sheeran's good in any hood. <laughs> yeah. Ed Sheeran makes some gas music. I know it's, like, white girl Starbucks music, bro, but I can, I can bump to some Ed Sheeran. Have you seen that spy movie on Netflix? I forgot what it was called. It had The Rock. It had... Uh, I forgot his name. He plays Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, and it has Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, and it's like a it's a art thief movie. I think it's like oh. Red Tail or something like that. Anyway, Ed Sheeran's in the end, and he's like singing a song, and he gets arrested, and he's like, "Do you know who I'm at? I, I, do you know who I am? I'm Ed Sheeran, bitch." <laughs> he's like getting dragged away by cops and stuff. What's the f- in your opinion, what's what's one of the funniest moments in movie history that you've seen? Bro, fuck. That's not a question you can just put me on the spot with. I have no fucking idea. I think one of my favorite comedy movies. Damn, I don't know. That's something I'd have to... All right, my, I can name two right now. The Hangover. When 
you know, Chow gets out of the trunk. He comes back with his goons. He's pressing, you know, Stu, Alan, and I can't remember the other dude's name, but the dude who looks like Rick Grimes. Yeah. He's like, you think you can just grab my bag with $80,000 in chips in it <laughs> and just and just go? And he has Alan's bag, and he throws it on the ground. And, like, these dudes are serious as fuck. Like, they, they've got Black Doug in the, in the fucking trunk with a bag over his head saying, bring the money or he dies. And he throws the... Alan's back on the ground Starts stomping it And Alan charges him Mad as fuck There's Skittles in there Funny as fuck bro And another one is Step brothers Like don't rub Or I'm gonna rub my nuts On your drum set drum, Yeah And then they fight And that. then the mom pulls up After the fact And she's like I heard My own 40 year old son Yell rape At the top of his lungs And then Brennan's like Mom he had the craziest look in his eye when he said, let's get it on. And then fucking John C. Riley's like, I was talking about the fighting. Two of the funniest moments in movie history to me. I did like the, uh, the nut sack on my drum set. Dude, it's hilarious. Back. My roommate has a drum set. Whenever he pisses me off, I'm like, I'm going to rub my nuts all over your drum set. <laughs> Funniest movie. All right, let's let's rephrase that. Some of the funnier movies in movie history. Okay. Let's see. I might have to do a fucking quick scroll on Netflix or something. I I just every time someone puts me on a spot like this, I, my brain goes blank. I know a movie I used to watch. I've watched it like ten times. Is the, uh, the Do Over with Adam okay. Sandler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to get high as fuck and watch that movie. I've seen a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Like, coming up, that's what me and my mom love to watch together. Those are Adam Sandler movies. What was Uncut? Have you seen Uncut? I don't think so. He was the diamond seller and shit in No, New York. I haven't seen that one. Bro, you ever want a movie to describe New York, like, life, like, never having a second to breathe, always doing something, always having someone calling your phone, like, business, blah, blah, blah? Watch that movie. Like, that shit gave me anxiety just watching it. And then the ending was like fucking. Oh, okay, okay. If we're talking about, I can't. I'm still can't think about nothing on funny movies. I think my favorite movie, in general though, is Paid in Full. Okay. You seen that movie? The I three, have it. The Three Harlem Drug Lords. Nah. Oh my god! Watch it, bro. I actually have. I bought it on my phone. So okay. I like own it on YouTube. I've watched that movie probably more times than I've fucking years I made it in school <laughs> my top three movies of all time I would have to say The Wolf of Wall Street okay I love that one too yeah. Catch Me If You Can and probably it's a number three is a toss up between Step Brothers and I feel like I'm going to get some hate for this one but The Simpsons movie I don't know if I ever watched I the movie. I love The Simpsons in general, and I, I love the movie. <laughs> Let's talk about that fucking them predicting the future all the damn time. Dude, They I seen the fucking score for the Super Bowl when they had Cincinnati versus L.A., and it was 34-31 L.A., or 34-31 Cincinnati. And everyone's like, oh, give me a prediction for the fucking the Super Bowl. 34-31 Cincinnati all day. And listen, you remember Pat from work? Mm-hmm. So me and him make a bet. 
He's like, oh, I've got the Rams. I'm like, Pat, you want to bet on it? He looks at me. He's like, what? I'm like, you want to bet on that? Pat still works at school. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's like, I'll bet with you. Oh, motherfucker. And I'm like, all right, let's put five on it. He's like, all right, cool. We shake on it. And I'm rocking out with my fucking balls out, bro. And I'm yelling across the kitchen, who wants to bet on the game? Someone bet with me. And I, I hear Pat go, I'll make a bet with you. And I'm like, Pat, we already have a fucking bet. <laughs> and he goes, oh, I forgot. <laughs> Did he end up paying you? I paid him. Wow. He Wait, bet on what? L.A. Oh, okay, I bet Cincinnati, okay, okay, bro. Okay, I was going yeah, with Joe yeah. Shiesty. The most painful thing about it is, like, I wasn't watching it on TV. I got this streaming site for all my sports games. Mm-hmm. And they, they because it's, like, a streaming site, they don't stream with the same cameras that you see on TV. They've got different cameras in a different place. So last few seconds of the game, when Joe Burrow gets sacked by Aaron Donald, what's his name? Fucking Jamar Chase. Has Jalen Ramsey beat downfield? If Joe Burrow had two extra seconds, he could have looked up. And if you pay attention, that's where Joe Burrow was already looking. He saw his wide receiver 10 yards ahead of the cornerback with a clear path to the end zone. If he had two more seconds, Cincinnati would have won that game. I wanted the Rams to win, though. I wanted Cincinnati to win so bad, dude. I don't even know why I wanted the Rams to win. Just I, I'm not like educated on sports. I don't have a favorite team. I didn't even really care who won, uh-huh. but I was going for the Rams. Dude, I I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan. Just because his fit when he walked out of the locker room was cold. That shit was cold. hard. Now I'm just a Joe Burrow fan because that picture of. Him and LSU after he won the national championship and he's sitting there smoking a cigar <laughs> is cold as fuck. Like, that's one of the colder pictures in history. Like, that needs to be hung up in a fucking museum. <laughs> but shit, what was the next topic? Loyalty. And how it differentiates from people who grow up with money and people who grow up without money. Now, I feel like the biggest thing that differentiates it besides money is the fact that when you have money everybody wants to be around you everybody wants to be in your clique everyone wants to be involved in what you got going on because think about it like this bro when you coming up and you're one of the first people with a job bro and you're smoking all the time every all your friends gonna want to be around you because you're smoking all the time they know you right light up a blunt you're gonna pass it once they start getting that, they don't really need. Mm-hmm. They feel the need to come around as much. But when you touching money like that, everybody's expendable because they will be replaced by people who want to be in your clique. Celebrities, Kanye could go out and lose his whole crew right now, but there's so many motherfuckers, so many Kanye stands who would say who would just go out of their way and stop everything they got going on in life to work with Kanye. If a famous rapper like Lil Baby, Dirt, fucking Kanye, Drake. They called me up saying, stop what you're doing right now. You book a plane ticket to where I'm at. You got a feature, bro. I'm calling up work and I'm saying, hey, I'm not coming in until further notice. Like this, sorry, you're fucked. Cover my shifts. 
I'm going to where I need to be to make some fucking money. And when you living like that, dude, like I said, everybody's expendable. But when you're coming up poor, you might like I grew up poor and I grew up on the short end of the stick because I was the younger one on my street. I was the youngest one on my street growing up and everybody would bully me because they know they they're stronger than me. They're bigger than me. They got years on me. So if it came down to a fight, bro, in their mind, they the odds are in their favor. So I didn't have friends. And I was always weird growing up. And I didn't think about, like, if I do this, people are going to think that. Nah, bro. I would embrace the weirdness. And I would be ADHD off the walls, hyperactive <laughs> as fuck. And I would, it would be troubling for me to make friends. So when I do make friends, I realize, like, I don't have this high volume of people wanting to be my friend. I don't have everybody in the world lined up. Brando, let me come with you to do this. Brando, I'm inviting you to do this with me. Brando, let's me, you, this person, and that person go do this. Go do this activity. Nah, bro. So when I did get friends, I would make sure I'm the realest motherfucker here. Nobody can touch me when it comes to being real. Because that's what I needed to do to have friends. Sometimes I'd go overboard and I would do things for people that they wouldn't do for me. And when it came to them doing it for me, they wouldn't even make the effort. And I would kind of just shrug it off because, like, I didn't have that high volume of friends coming in. So I had to stuck with, I had to stick with the people who were shitty before I realized I'd rather have nobody, nobody. with me yeah. than a bunch of shitty people. Yeah, I figured that out a little while ago, too. 100%, bro. It was hard for me to realize that because coming up, I was, I didn't really have friends. So I wanted... I figured it was better to be around bad people than it would be to have no people. That's kind of the why. When you said uh, you leave your work right now and go to do, like, some rapper, unless it meant a lot of money for me, like, a lot, a lot of money, I love my job, not even simply because of the pay anymore, because that's what I used to go to work for. I was like, bro, this is good fucking money. And it is what it is. But besides that, the small amount of people I work with Fuck that bro I have the time of my life working there I work mm -hmm. the nightclub Even the just the restaurant part of the aspect Is I come here I'm having a good time It's never it's, I never go into work thinking like oh, I have to work my shift today mm -hmm. I'm like bro What's gonna happen today Like, What, mm -hmm. what kind of shit am I gonna see today What kind of people am I gonna meet today my boss is fucking dope. My coworkers are dope. It's just, I love, I don't know. So unless it was like a lot of money for me to go out there and fuck that. I'm, I'm staying, I'm chilling, I'm making my money here. Bro, I'm been, having a great fucking time. I've been thinking about making a diss track on Squid Lips. <laughs> Why? Fuck Squid Lips, dude. It's so fucking corrupt, bro. I miss my people though. I miss Brian. I miss Brian. Fucking... Cool as fuck, bro. Brian's my fucking people. Yeah, Brian's that dude, bro. Brian's my fucking. Brian's guy. my people. Dom's my people. Me and Sky are on better terms than we ever have been in the past. Sky's my girl. Fucking manager Michael's cool as fuck. There's a solid like seven people that work there who genuinely believes he's my biological father. Wait, who? Manager Michael. The tall dude with Tourette's. Oh, yeah, he's funny. 
There was a bunch of people there who genuinely think he's my biological father. What? I yeah. don't see it at all. Listen to this, bro. This little girl, food runner, she comes up to me one day. Hey, are are you and that one other kid who works here twins? She's talking about Jaden. Jaden? Oh, that's my dog. I miss Jaden, too. That's my boy, Justin. bro. Justin don't work there no more. No. He quit. Damn. Well, Dana let him go. He kind of, like, he tried to call out one day, and Dana was like, no, bro. Like, you've called out in the past, and what you called out for wasn't the truth. So it's either you get here, you don't have a job. And Justin was like, yeah, I just, I don't want to come back. Damn. So Justin, I, I can't say Dana let him go. I miss Dana, I miss Eric. Damn, yeah, I miss all them boys, bro. But I want to make a diss track on Squid Lips about how corrupt it is, about how, you know, the higher-ups, above management. Yeah. Because the management staff cool as fuck. I'm not. Definitely. If any of y'all listen to this, I'm not talking about y'all in any way. I love all y'all. But the higher-ups above them are just assholes and dickheads, cum bubblers. I can also second that statement. Yeah. It's facts. Ben Bishop was cool as fuck, bro. Shout out Ben Bishop. If you ever hear this, bro, come back to the company. Take your job back, bro. But they trying to do too much, and they they expect us to do all this fucking work when they don't, they don't pay us shit. Yeah, they pay. Well, I don't know. I was never a server there. I never had a real job. Servers probably this. make good money, but the kitchen don't make shit. Well, you guys also now get uh, like a 3% cut of their tips, don't nope. you? That's what the menu says. We don't that's get what that all shit. the servers t- told me last time I went there. Fuck I man. don't get that shit. Damn, what? Talk about some corruption shit. It says it right on the menu. It says three percent of our tip outs go to the non-paid tip or that non-paid shit is workers, corrupt, bro. And I feel like trying to bring it back to the topic. Like that's part of where the loyalty comes in. Cause I guarantee you that CFO would not make it in the hood, bro. He would go in there. If he acts like he does at work, talking down to everybody, being rude as fuck, antagonizing arguments, he would not make it in the hood, bro. He'd get either beat up or shot. Now, and I feel like that's because he came up with money. Or he came up in a family that would put him down, so now that he's in a position of power, he passes that shitty feeling along. Well, and, at the same time, I've been reading a lot of... Uh business books and money books and uh there's this one i'm in the middle of reading right now called rich dad poor dad when it comes to big money like businesses that shit gets cutthroat it's no little game nickel and dimes it's not like fucking i can go out every weekend and have fun and spend mm-hmm. my money i can't go out and fucking you know help my friends when i want like that shit's cutthroat you're getting money because you're not you're being a dick now like people with no money think that but when you're when you're in a position to carry lots of money, I think it's, uh, I think you gotta be kind of stingy with it. I'm not even saying that because I, I understand, bro. You know how people used to throw shit around the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> you throw one tomato, it's all fun and games. It's only like, what, seven cents? But then person number two starts throwing tomatoes. Person three gets in on it. Person four gets in on it. Next thing you know, bro, there's, there's a, a couple dollars. <laughs> there's a whole a whole bunch of tomatoes on the floor, and that's a couple dollars. And after it builds up day by day, bro, you're losing profit. So I, I understand that. The goal is to make as much money as possible and spend as less money as possible. But you also got to keep your people happy, which my boss does mm-hmm. great. Like, that's why I love my job so much is because 
he sees the problem and he fixes it and not in a way where it's going to be like damn now it feels like a job i want like i have to go to work mm-hmm. so i don't also understand what you're saying and it's different at squid lips because like let's take this example th- this situation for an example the cfo comes in he has a new hire this person is supposed to have a lot of experience and supposed to be able to be in a high position of power off rip. Now, he's talking to him and he stops the conversation to turn around and look at me and go, and I don't know what they were talking about. I'm assuming it had to do with me because of the way he turned around and, you know, just started talking to me like like I was already the topic of discussion. Mm-hmm. He turns around, looks at me, he goes, that's one day, Brandon. Only 24 hours where you were able to make me proud. And I look at him, I go, hold, hold both your hands out. He looks at me all puzzled. I go, trust me on this one, hold both your hands out. Holding them out, I go, fill your left hand up with how proud of me you are. Fill the right hand up with shit and let me know which one fills up faster. <laughs> and then, I go, I start expo in the line. And CFO, who the fuck is that? I don't want to name drop just to put his business out there, but after we get off the record, I'll tell you who it is. Okay. But I go and I start expo in the line. There's no tickets, no food at all to be sold. So I'm sitting there, I'm not on my phone, I'm just leaning against the line. And he's sitting there on grill and he's talking to Jason and he goes... Look at Brandon. He's just leaning against the line. And I'm completely tuning him out. And he's going, look at him. He's ignoring me right now. Look, and I, I glanced down to uh, something had a, uh, I think the food runner had threw ice across the line. So it made a splash in the steam table. You know how we mm-hmm. have the, uh, the like third pan full of water that we dip the shit in so it's not nasty all the time? Yeah. Someone threw something and it made a splash in there. So I looked there real quick. I don't even move my head. I just look. I just move my eyes. Then the CFO goes, "I know he can hear me. He just looked over here." And someone made a splash again. So I looked there again. He goes, "He just looked again. He's just ignoring me." Turn to him. I go, "Don't you have a job to do?" He goes, "What?" I go, "You're the CFO of a company." Instead of thinking about how business can be improved, instead of thinking about productivity of your workers instead of thinking about how you can save money you're sitting here antagonizing me like a child like a kid you can't see that i don't want to talk to you you can't be the bigger person and just walk away is that so hard for you someone who's been to college someone who has all this experience someone who's who's so smart to do and i don't even remember what his rebuttal was because i think at that point i took out my airpod case and just threw both of them in Cause I wasn't even trying to entertain the conversation. This is gonna drive me fucking. Crazy. Is this somebody I know? I'll tell you after when we're off the T- record. Type it in. This is gonna drive me. This is all I'm gonna be able to think about until. Cause I don't know who the. F- this dude sounds like a dick. Oh shit! Yeah. Let's head into the next topic, bro. Because if they hear this, I'm definitely getting fired. Yeah. I got you. I mean, not that I care, bro. I've told them before. They tried to tell me to do something, though. I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. Straight up. Yeah. Then Bender comes over, and he makes a joke. There was no seriousness in this at all. Mm -hmm. 
no no malice, no disrespect. He's just joking with me. He goes, oh, you're going to get fired. And I started laughing. And I go, man, if Dana fires me right now, and Dana was on the line, so he heard this. I'm like, if Dana fires me right now, I guarantee you I'll have a new job by the end of the night. <laughs> Guaranteed. And then they kind of gave me like a funny look. Like, wow, you really just said that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Dude. Yeah. Everybody's hiring right now, and you expect me to break my yeah. back for this? Nickel and diamond when you pay me? Come on. What's the next topic? Fast food. Fast food. Oh, my God. So, my number one spot is non-debatable, so I will discuss the number two spot. So, it becomes a debate in my head. Okay. But the number one spot's Del Taco. I've only been there once. I got two burritos. This was like when it first opened. Uh-huh. I didn't realize they were going to be so fucking big. They came out. They both were like huge. Showing love on them. But I love Del Taco. I eat at Del Taco like three times a week. Um, Half my bank account goes to Del Taco. <laughs> I love it. And I go to Del Taco so much that just from the food that I've ordered... I've learned when the good crews work and when the shitty crews work. It is so good. But Del Taco Corporate, bro, if you hear this, stop being so fucking skimpy with my goddamn potato tomatoes. <laughs> I order a taco, I say extra fucking tomatoes. And y'all give me like seven fucking tomatoes. The little diced up. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Two bites and all the, all the tomatoes are gone, bro. I want hella tomatoes in my shit. I want it to be flooded. I, my boy. I love some tomatoes. But number two spot's hard. That's a hard one for me. So I kind of have one to debate because I don't know if you could consider it like really fast food. But it, so it's seafood or. You gonna say Long John's? No. Seafood station. I've never been there, but it looks like some gourmet. I don't go there because I'm allergic to shrimp. Oh yeah. my god, you're missing out, my boy. Like, I have a... They bought, like, a bottle of Benadryl for me. Which, you know, if I get... If I... You have shrimp paste in it or something. If I eat something that does have some shrimp in it, bro, I'm gonna need a lot more than some fucking Benadryl. But oftentimes, when I do have... When I do need it, it's because, like, we have this dish that's called stuffed shrimp. And they have tail-on shrimps sticking out every end of it. So I might grab it the wrong way and I get pricked by, like, a, a shrimp tail. So immediately, I start holding my thumb super, super, super tightly so that I just start bleeding. And hopefully, the blood will carry out whatever was in my thumb. And then I just run to the office and I grab Benadryl. And that is solely in there for me. (laughs) Literally. I guess it's got some, like, I think it's, like, antioxidants in it. That might be the wrong word. It's probably the wrong word. (laughs) But it's got some of those in there. And I guess it helps, like, it... Maybe maybe the word I'm thinking of is like anti-inflammatory. Inflammatory. That's the word I'm looking for. But either way, it's the shit that helps my thumb not swell up. <laughs> but what's it? The seafood station? I don't yeah. know what that is. Like, it's like the gourmet of fast food. I only say it's fast food because... Not even the fact that it comes out super fast. I just feel like it's a... I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 like the uh, junk food of seafood. They okay. put like hella seasonings and stuff. 
I never really know. I can't really tell if it's like real fresh shrimp mm-hmm. and stuff like that, or if it's just the frozen. Do they do a lot of high volume? I have no idea. I know they do this linguine. It's just noodles and shit, and they put all their seafood seasonings on there and stuff, and it's just fucking amazing. So if you could consider that a fast food, that would definitely be my number one. My number two is probably Taco Bell. I haven't been to Taco Bell since Del Taco opened, opened, which is a solid (laughs) eight, nine months now, maybe. Yeah, it's been a while. Seven, eight. But my number two is McDonald's. Not just any McDonald's. The McDonald's on Wickham by the old Funtown. Yeah. That shit's banging, bro. They've got elite employees in there. I think that fucking Wendy's we just went to had the best customer service I've ever had. In oh, hundred percent fast bro. food. I was on when we were in that drive-through, bro. But they were cool as fuck. Yeah. And I was I, high as shit. I was surprised they could put up with me. I was like laughing and shit, and they pulled up and they were laughing. Like you know, there's like you can tell like there's a difference when people are laughing at you when you're high and when they're laughing with you you can like at least me i could definitely tell because me and sam went to like starbucks the other night it was like nine o'clock at night we had just finished hot boxing and you could tell like they as as soon as they slid the the glass door open they were all like laughing and shit and me and sam look at each other and we're like they're laughing at us they were laughing with me uh huh. They were like, yeah, this dude's high. They were probably high, too. Dude, I went to uh, Subway one time when I... Oh, that's my number two, actually. Fuck all that. Subway? Subway? Subway. Come on, pub subs for life, Nah, baby. bro. You're crazy as hell. Now, I heard someone say they don't like Subway. And I asked them if they're mentally insane. Because <laughs> you literally build your own sub. How do you not like something when you chose what to put on it? You can do that almost all sub places, I think. I don't know. I don't go to other sub places. I totally, <laughs> I am loyal to Subway. But I went to it. Subway one time when I first started smoking with Ethan Eller. Yeah. Now, you know Ethan. He's always got some fucking gas. Yes, Shout yeah. out, my boy. I don't mean to I incriminate just, you on the record. I just saw him the other night. That's my fucking boy, bro. I don't talk to him as much as I did, but, like, if Ethan ever called me up and he's like, oh, I'm in some trouble, bro. What it is, bro? What can I do to help? Like, that's my dog. And me and him go to Subway. We first started smoking. He, he's always got that gas pack. <coughs> and I am higher than a fucking kite, dude. Like, I am. I was not functional at all. <laughs> um, I I tell them what I want. And I, it's a meatball marinara foot long. And uh, what is wrong with you, my bro, boy? Get the f- Shut up. <laughs> meatball sub, get the fuck out. I love it. It's simple, bro. Oh it's, my god. It tastes so good. But you know, I order it and they're like, "What type of sub would you like?" Meatball marinara, foot long. What kind of bread? Uh, meatball marinara, foot long. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, yeah, I got that." But like, I need the bread. And um, I think I said something like, "Yeah, I want bread." <laughs> So they, I think they just grab a random one and like they did that part for me, <laughs> and then they put the meatballs on there and they're like, "What else you want?" I'm like, "Uh, meatballs." They're like, "You want more of them?" I'm like, "Nah, I didn't know there was already on there." <laughs> and then I remember, uh, I like you get to the end of the line, they got the like the cookie station. Oh my god, they got the best cookies. Yeah. I ask, they ask me, like, oh, you want a cookie? 
And I'm like, yeah, what kind you got? They're like, chocolate chip, this, that. And I'm like, you got chocolate chip? And they're like, yeah, I just told you that. And at this point, the dude's laughing his ass off. He's like, oh, my God, you're so fucking high. And I'm like, yeah, probably shouldn't be in public right now. I'm embarrassing myself. But he's like, so you want a you wanna chocolate chip cookie? And I'm like, yeah. And I zone out for like 30 seconds. Then I'm like, I want a chocolate chip cookie. And I'm like, he's like, bro, I put one in the bag already. And I'm like, you did? And he's like, yeah, you already got one. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I think I asked him like a third time for the cookie. And dude was just done with my shit. Like, he was laughing, but you know how someone's fake laughing? Yeah. It'd be nice. Yeah, at this point, he's fake laughing. And Ethan's sitting there laughing his fucking <laughs> ass off, dude. Bro, I I usually try to make my friends laugh, but I have never made Ethan laugh more than I did this time. But fucking... Just while we're on the topic of Ethan, I was actually at his house the night I got arrested. Like, I didn't get arrested really? at his house, but me, fucking Dan, Justice, Austin... All of us were over there chilling. Mm-hmm. Ethan's cool as fuck, bro. Yeah, Ethan's helped me a lot back in the day, bro, when I was, like, getting kicked out and shit. Just always have, like, him being like, yeah, bro, you can stay the night. Oh, yeah, you need clothes, bro, you didn't bring clothes. I got you, don't stress it. Like, Ethan's done some shit for me, bro. And I would never forget that the loyalty that he showed me. I know him and uh, Justice are, like, damn near best friends, and Justice is what I would consider one of my best friends Mm -hmm. definitely probably one that i hang out with and see the most probably my closest friend Mm -hmm. yeah me and justice like we didn't i've known justice since elementary school bro like early elementary school just because we lived in like the same hood but i didn't talk to him for the longest just because like he was always like doing hot shit and like i didn't want to associate with that but like now that i'm realizing like yeah, you kind of got off all the hot shit at a pretty young age. We were all mm-hmm. doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. But, like, after I realized, like, there's a difference between associating with the people and partaking in the same activities that they do versus just associating with that person. And now I've realized, like, I can associate with people without being on that shit. And I've started to talk to Justice more, bro. Like, I'll catch him outside of Squid Lips and, like, he'll offer me rides home and shit. Oh, yeah. And... Justice been, like, coming in clutch, bro. Like, he tells me, like, yo, if you ever need a ride, just hit me up, bro. And I'm like, dude, I don't I don't ask for rides, bro. Like, it's my responsibility to get me from point A to point B. He's like, bro, I get that. But, like, still, if you don't, don't hesitate to ask, bro. Like, I know I don't like asking for rides either. But if I can't do it, bro, I'll just tell you no. Like, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm like, I bet. Yeah, Justice is a real dude. Oh, 100%, bro. He's definitely cool people. So what's what's the next one? Rappers? Top five. Yes, sir. All right. So first is Kanye, but not new Kanye, not like Donda, but like college dropout, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, like that Kanye, old ass Kanye. All Falls Down is a fucking musical masterpiece. All right? I'd have to say number two. And my list changes a lot just from, like, new rappers I find or who I'm feeling at the moment. But Jack Harlow is fire. I really like... mm, It's hard, bro, because I haven't thought about this in a while. 
So I don't know how accurate my answers are going to be. But I super fuck with Young Gravy. He makes me laugh so much. Um, Four is probably like 50 cent. I fuck with him. I fuck with me. 50's raw, bro. A lot of his music is underrated. A lot of I people... used to put Candy Shop on fucking replay like Dude, all Dude, that's day. what I've been doing recently. Yeah. Candy Shop is fire. Um, probably fuck. Maybe like right now I'm fucking with Burger a lot. I don't know yeah, if you know who that is. Actually, I've been fucking with Burger a lot, but I I can't. I don't know if he's elevated to that status. If I had to pick somebody, he's from Florida. He's from around here. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I think like maybe like Palm Bay, Cocoa Bay. When, when I used to go to Double Cup, they said uh, Burger did a couple songs there. That's what's up. Yeah. He's got some big features, like money bag features. Oh, Boosie. I fuck with Boosie. I yeah. love some Boosie, bro. They That's my number five. Like, totally different, though. Fuck it, bro. All right. So, for number one, I'm a Florida boy. I have to do it. Kodak. Yeah. yeah. I knew you was going to say that. But Before you even started talking. I'm thinking old Kodak. That we were listening to Unexplainable. From Project Baby, the first Project Baby, and his newest album. There was a while when he was, like, real fat and stuff, and he was dropping things yeah. like, uh, fuck, what was that one song called? I did not like it at all. When he's, like, the music video, he's in those little car or whatever. I don't think I've seen that. I don't one. remember, but I, I th- there was a period of time where I think he was falling off. This new album went fucking insane, boy. So Kodak's my hard number one. Kodak's definitely up there for me. I'd say he's like top fifteen for me. Lil Baby, number two. Okay. I think Lil Baby goes fucking crazy on freestyles, and when he actually writes, he just says shit that you have to listen to three times before you even understand it. Because mm-hmm. it's like, holy shit. Agreed. Lil Lil Baby freestyle is Atlanta's national anthem. Absolutely. Say number three, ESTG. SG? SG. Is that how you say it? SG? I think. That might be it, SG. Have you heard Price Tag? No, I haven't. That's his hardest song, bro. Okay. We'll have to fuck with that. I've read something online that says SG and Babyface Ray rap like they can't believe yeah. broke dudes still exist. Yeah. Babyface Ray, I don't know. He he's kind of a hit or miss for me. Paperwork party was fire. Yeah. Jack slid that shit. Jack showed his versatility on that. So what am I on for? I don't want to fucking. Ooh, this little... I don't think you've heard this. It's kind of a new one for me. OMB Bloodbath. She's from Texas. It's a little dyke girl. I know who OMB Bloodbath yeah? is. Yeah. So I was listening to Have you heard my her. dad's fault? Huh? Have you heard my dad's fault by her? No, I haven't. That's a fire one. I was just saying, I used to listen to her when she would have someone recording her. She'd be sitting in the car and have, like, the music, like, the beat playing in her mm-hmm. radio, and she'd be rapping. So I was listening to her back then, and then I completely fell off. And not too recently, I heard Not Gang by her. Oh, my fucking God. She went crazy on that bitch. So that's definitely my number four. I don't know. Number five. 
I'll throw Jack Harlow in there. He, he, he I go, love some Harlow, bro. He went crazy with uh, Shiesty and SUVs. Yeah. SUVs, black on black. Dun, 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 dun. But if I had to throw a couple more out there, I'd say probably like SG's up there. Yak is up there. Uh, There's this dude. He's super low key, bro. I know. Boss Man JD. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Boss Man is gay. There's this dude. I know you don't know him, but like his flow is insane. He's like a SoundCloud rapper. I don't even know where he's from. I found him on complete coincidence. But his name is Tote Kush. No, no. So fucking fire, bro. His shit, his SoundCloud's immaculate, bro. I highly recommend him to everybody watching this. Tote Kush. Or Kush. Yeah. Uh, OG Drive By. <laughs> you and Austin be snapping, bro. Y'all are my favorites from around here. I can't forget my boy, Big Dro. Shout out Big Dro. That's my boy. And he goes so hard. Like, everything he... I got on some shit with him. And I'm like, yeah, bro. I'm just... Like, he told me it was a freestyle. And I'm like, bet, bro. You send me it with the open verse, and I'll just freestyle it. And I'll, I'll fill in the blanks. He's like, all right, bet. Say less. He sends me it, bro. And I'm like, oh, that's not a freestyle. Like, you had to write that. He's like, nah, bro. Freestyle. One take. Oh, my God, bro. The bars were so immaculate. Like, he raps better than these rappers that have 5 million monthly plays. And, dude, he, he's so unknown, bro. Like, if anybody makes it out of here, it's going to be him, bro. Because he puts in so much work. And his story's dope as fuck. Cause he's like, you know, he didn't come from nothing, bro. But he had to earn what he has. You know, his his family had money, but they weren't giving it out like that. They showed him, like... Life ain't sweet. You got to work for what you want. And he, he worked harder than anyone in basketball, bro. That dude's playing in, in in college right now. And, like, if he don't make it rapping, bro, he's going to make it on the court. Like, he's destined for greatness. I know someone like that. I feel that. I can't wait to see, like, not to ride his dick too hard, bro. But I can't wait to see what this dude turns into, bro. Because I know, like, with his mentality, dude, he, he's going to rule the world in some sort of aspect. I had a co-worker like that. He's still teaching me stuff. I look at him like a big brother type of dude. Mm-hmm. Shout out my boy, Brett. Oh, fucking, what's his? Shred Donkey. <laughs> Shred Donkey. Shred Donkey. Look him up on uh, Twitter and shit. That's my fucking boy. Hell yeah. But this shit only got like five minutes left, so I don't really want to get into like another topic right now. But again, bro, it was phenomenal having you on the podcast. It's always, whether it's on the record or off the record, it's always good conversations, good intentions I I, I can sense. And it's just always a pleasure talking to you. Always, brother. Appreciate you for having me, man. I'm glad I got to come out and do another one of these. I'll definitely be back for more. Hundred percent, bro. I'll give you some time to feature some other people. Yeah, but I'll definitely be back. I want to get. There's this dude I work with at Squid Lips named Jake, and he he's been turning me down the last couple times I've asked him, but he's just a young kid. He's an athlete. He work hard at work. But, uh, basketball, Jake Curly. Yeah, yeah. Looks bro. like Jack Harlow. Yeah. I want to get him on. Just talk about like his grind, his journey, and what he's been doing to get offers and put himself out there 
Yeah, he is dope. I've, I think I've only heard him ever say like ten words in my whole life though, and I worked with him for like a fucking year. He's a quiet kid, dude. Yeah, he is. But I want to get him on here. He keeps turning me down, but I want to get him on here, talk about his story, talk about how hard he works. But yeah, I'm gonna cut this off, bro. You know what we say? We're not talking about the future. We're not talking about tomorrow. We're not talking about the next day. Cause that should never get to you. We always living in today. Today we're serving up the Brando special. Brando out.